Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first ever recording of AV World UK's podcast. Um, joined here today by Mr. Mark Sumner, Mr. Andy Sharp. How are we doing, guys? Yeah, very good. Hello, hello. Good, thank you. How are you doing, Cal? Yeah, very good, thank you. So this podcast is going to be a light-hearted look at the AV world as we see it. We're going to be joined by some special guests along the way and talking through some subjects that are really close to our hearts and I'm sure many of our colleagues uh, in the AV world. Uh, today we're going to be talking about trade shows. Trade shows are something I'm sure that all of us have attended or done something, been involved in one way or another. Um, Mr. Sharp, You've been to a few trade shows, I'm sure. Yeah, a few trade shows in my time. Um, to be honest, I've done from, you know, set up your own craft table with your own um, dedicated sheet over the top of the craft table, all the way up to the big old sort of light and sound, 58 million different rooms to walk around, um, lots of different things to see, and, you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds on these shows. So, um, yeah, there should be somewhere in between those two, I think, that we can, we can talk. But I've had a few in my time. Yeah, I think I think uh, we've uh, there's plenty to be talking about this. What about you, uh, Mark? You've been to a few as well, I'm sure. Yeah, I've got around a little bit, uh, travelled around across the continent where needed be. But like like Mr. Sharp said, you know, the, you've got your your niche ones, the ones that uh, attract certain clientele, and then you have your other ones which are big, bold, and international. So it's just making uh, make sure we cover them all. I think today. Yeah, I think so. Um, I have to say I've been to, to many myself, uh, really, really like exactly the same as you, Andy. I, I've turned up at, at trade shows uh, working for a manufacturer in a past life and um, where we've, we've literally stuck a stuck a tablecloth down on a trestle table with some kit um, and had all sorts of people of all walks of life turning up to see uh, see the technology on offer. Take I think free pen. Uh, yeah, the free pens. Oh, we've got to get into that as well. Definitely. Uh, I think probably the best one I've been to is, is some of the international ones. I've been really lucky. Uh, I've been over to the States a few times and um, been over CES in its prime before we've gone through all this pandemic stuff is, is, a, is a real highlight for me. Seeing queues of people around the block trying to win a Google beanie hat is incredible. Um, some of the some of the sights and sounds. And I mean, CES is a consumer electronics show, so you get everything from John Deere tractors to, you know, micro drones and everything in between is unbelievably crazy. Uh, so it's definitely been a highlight for me and something I've been fortunate enough to go to a few times and seeing different versions of it. But, uh, you know, clearly going out to Las Vegas as well is a, is a, is a bit of a benefit and, uh, and, and uh, something. Definitely that, a humble brag. Yeah, a little humble brag there, definitely. But getting out to, getting out to Las Vegas is, is, is definitely uh, makes it worthwhile. So, I mean, what, what would you be your favourite show that you've ever been to then, Andy? Well, I, mine's quite easy, and it was one I used to go to every year. So before getting into the wonderful world of AV, I worked in lighting, and we would go to a thing called Medica. Now, Medica is the biggest medical trade show in the world. It's run out of Dusseldorf, and it has roughly, I think, 28 separate halls. It, it's pretty enormous. And funnily enough, actually, Ava were over there recently themselves, so it does, does cross over a little bit. But yeah. it has its own tube station. Um, it, has, it has its own bars there. It has at least 15 different restaurants. It's the biggest thing I've ever been to. Um, and it's it's genuinely, it, it's going to sound a bit mad, but it's one of the things that you bring everybody from around the world and you put them all into one tiny little pot, like yep. a, 
like a snow globe and you just kind of shake it a little bit. So you would walk out into the atrium and there would just be like a delegation from China sort of asleep on the sofa over there. <laughs> a bunch of hungover Brits in the other corner. Yeah. Um, you know, people trying to find you know, the food thing is always something you talk about at trade shows as well, because it's always this weird mix of not anybody's choice, but just about enough to stay alive on. Yeah. Um, and you get all of these different people from around the world and throw them into this big pot. And uh, well, in Germany, it's normally you've got to eat sausages. That's kind of the rule. <laughs> That's the standard. It's, yeah, it's guaranteed. Standard. Yeah, it's, it's part of the staple diet. You uh, you can't go to Germany and not have a sausage. How about you, uh, Mark? What about yourself? I'm not as uh, blessed as uh, you two, I think. Uh, unfortunately, mine have all been uh, more local. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Mine of uh, my my favourite one that we actually attended this year and uh, was actually attending rather than exhibiting this year. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's I managed much to actually that way. <laughs> get around, and it is exactly that. I managed to get around, see everything. Uh, although there are uh, lots of stands, you know, lots of things to do, you can take your time at it. Whereas exhibiting, yes. you're there all day. You sat there, so you know that's UC Expo. I think. Obviously, lots more planned this year. Lots more international ones. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll kick we'll uh, kick Kyle off one this year, Andy, and uh, jump onto him for come or see us ourselves. Someone's <laughs> got to do some work, eh? Hey? Yeah, I Absolutely. think so. Why not? Why not? I think like, I've. It's crazy, like you say, Andy. This this sort of snow globe of so many people. I mean, um, I'm probably uh, similar to like Mark and uh, being there for setup this shell of a building that all of a sudden this mini city just appears out of with the flashy lights and the colours and absolutely everything getting run on fans and, and electricity. It's crazy to watch. Um, I don't know why, but it's always, always freezing cold in every single hall I've ever been to for set up. Uh, the only time it was never, it wasn't cold was, um, again, uh, I've, I've been out to the States a few times. We were set up um, at the Las Vegas Convention Center where there was people that it was so hot. It was over 100 degrees up in the roof of this uh, this metal building. Um, but that is literally an outlier that every other time I've been to the Bet Show or Excel or Olympia or anywhere else, it's absolutely freezing cold with the doors open and everyone moving in and out, uh, rolling well before the carpets are rolled out, these sort of concrete shells. It's it's absolutely crazy. Then, then you sort of see this this thing appear, um, and all these these people sort of turn up, and and this this um, you know expectation, this this sort of buzz to see what's new, what's exciting, and and uh, it's it's such a strange sort of environment. Um, it's sort of like a. Uh, like a jumble sale on speed, really. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit like, you know, like a car boot sale, but but like if they spent some money. So, you know, and, and people trying to outdo each other by the, the, the some of the crazy stuff that they have on their stands. I mean, going out to ISE a few years ago, there was a manufacturer with robot arms moving screens around. And I think the last time I went out to, uh, to ISE was probably 2020 out in Amsterdam. I think it was the last one in the Rye. And, they had a robot pole dancer on <laughs> one of the bracket manufacturers' stands. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's ever going to sell more, but it certainly uh, it was interesting to see, and there was definitely attraction around it. Um, absolutely, absolutely crazy uh, to see so many different people from all over the world and the different nuances of who it does what within trade shows. I mean, the Brits, we're a different gravy. We're an absolute different gravy when it comes to... Uh, um, going away and going to trade shows to, to all of our 
continental and and global co- contacts. I mean, you must have seen that and uh, as you, on your travels, Andy, um, the the differences between the nations. There is a wee touch of Brits on holiday, um, just a just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what I will say, and I, you know, stick up for Britain. We can definitely drink. That's one thing I've learned <laughs> from all of the trade shows is that um, there is <laughs> there is a breed of of of, of uh, British people that can go to a trade show and literally spend all day from 9am until 6pm on their feet doing nothing, absolutely exhausting, go and get absolutely hammered at a bar, at a peerless party until 3am and then uh, just do it again for four days in a row. It's, right. it's wild. People from other nations sort of look at us and they sort of, yeah, they they, they can't quite understand what we are. Um, it's, it's definitely that work hard, play hard mentality. I mean, even in the UK, like trade shows, Mark, I'm sure like you've seen, we've, Get it going out at first thing in the morning to a trade show, dressed up, ready to go and meet clients all day and stand around on those paper thin carpets with your feet a bit and then spend an entire day working. But then just to carry on straight into the night, as Andy says, I mean, it, 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 I don't think it matters where in the world we have that we set the gold standard at being able to do that. I've been drink, uh, drinking at Binge least. drinking, yeah. yeah, I think so. We absolutely do, and I think you're right. I think it, it, when you go to setups, you know, if you're there at the entire trade show, your setup starts, and by the end of setup day, you've already started. So you already know the first day you're going to be suited and booted and hungover and going into a full nine hour day of standing on your feet, handing out flyers, pulling people off the sides. I think you're absolutely right. It's the, I think it sets us Brits up. I think that's what it is. I think that's our, our Dutch courage. And yep. it sets us up to go, we're here for four days. Let's make our most of it. And it, and it really does. And, and like you said, you know, when, when you see these setups, they are just cardboard shells. And then yep. within four hours, they're turned around to LEDs everywhere, multi-lighting platforms, things flying ahead. Everything's running off a single four-pull gang extension. Someone's just picked <laughs> up from Curry's. Because because they couldn't afford to buy the five extension power thing. So they brought the one and pulled it all through. And you see everything going wrong. But by nine o'clock, the doors open more or less everything's working, everything's fine, everybody's happy, everyone's bright-eyed with a coffee in hand or a tea, in my case. But I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, the Brits didn't know how to do it. And I think, uh, depending where you've got, like he said, most of mine have kind of been homegrown in the UK, but it's always right. It's always, let's go and have a curry, or let's go and have a Chinese, let's oh, go and yes. start. Oh, yes. And, you know, you've always got that. And Standard. nobody, nobody thinks how dangerous they can be. Like you say, that sets you up. That's your Dutch courage. That's the, that's the bit that's sort of the, 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 the major part of the trade show. I mean, for me, the, the differences from the different nations, like we, the going out to IRC for as many years as I have, the differences, seeing the Brits turn up at 10 o'clock and they're gone by three, like would, you don't see a, uh, anybody from the UK after 3 p.m. I mean, they are done. Their meetings are carrying on elsewhere where there's more drinks involved, I'm certain. But then you see the differences with the, where people from different countries where they will literally be there from the start right until the very end where they're being kicked out of the door to, to see it as much as they possibly can during that time. And their business is done and transacted and meetings are done, that, uh, done in that way. Then there's others that will go first thing in the morning. They'll spend 
several hours of, of over a lunch period. I'm thinking mainly of our colleagues in France uh, who will spend many hours over a lunch period with uh, with a meeting or two, then back to it ready for the afternoon. Um, but I just don't think there's anybody that can quite compete with uh, with the UK guys out, out there. And with ISE looming and, and ahead of us coming up in May, um, I'm sure we'll see much of the same with uh, the Brits taking over Las Ramblas uh, over in Barcelona. Um, and a karaoke bit of karaoke bar yeah yeah ready to go and then by 10 o'clock or the crack of noon they'll be back at the show the next day for the exhibitors but I mean I've I've been pretty lucky to be able to do both the working on the stand and being able to visit myself and and spend some time and I, I completely agree it's much nicer to walk around uh and spend some time talking to people than having to be there at first thing in the morning on the stand feeling terrible talking to the first clients and the people that come through the door in the day really wishing that you'd had more hours in bed um but you're there you're in body maybe not in spirit <laughs> you're ready for the ready to go uh and and I, I think the reason that trade shows work as a concept i think genuinely the reason that we get drawn to doing this sort of stuff is certainly in the av world that AV needs to be seen and heard. We need to see what it is that we're going to be utilising and we're going to need to listen to the audio quality or feel it and experience it for ourselves because I think AV is fundamentally an experience. It's uh, used to enhance the world around us or, or things that we're interacting with. So to go to a trade show and see that in real life or for ourselves is why I think we're drawn to it, certainly in, in, in AV, we're drawn to, to experience that uh, and get ourselves involved in that as much as possible. One of the really weird things about lockdown is obviously there's been some pretty serious problems with lockdown generally, <laughs> right? But the back end, of course, for the AV is that no one's seen anything in so long. It's so weird. Mm. You, you, I'm genuinely um, really looking forward to seeing your kit. And that's not just sort of corporate speak. That's yeah, yeah. When you when you talk about something every day, week in and week out, you know, what are you going to do over there? What kind of projector are you going to put up there? What kind of screen? How's it going to work? How's it going to work together? Um, you can't, you sort of really miss that tactile sensation of being able to yep. go out and touch things and break things and sort of <laughs> basically just have a little play, um, have a fanny around for a bit. So yeah. that's that's the one looking towards this year with the trade shows that we've got coming up. That's going to be really, it's going to be really exciting this year for the first time in a little while, particularly with ISE, what with us having at least, what, two to three years off as a whole group of everybody. Yep. Um, and, and then just, fitting in all of that time managing to to walk around because you know you guys have done shows and sometimes they're really big and exciting sometimes they're not so big and exciting and, <laughs> and you get people that are there sort of on a bit of a day out but I, I think all of that's going to be gone this year I think it's all going to be really serious people that's going to be sort of nine to six talk talk, talk I, I always think time. I think there's certainly going to be more I agree with you I think there's certainly going to be more emphasis put in on the the, the utilization of the show for, for and, and the appreciation that it's back now that we've we've had some time away from being able to go and attend these things and and now we can go back hopefully uh and and see and, and touch and feel the the kit again and and being around each other again and interact socially uh with each other again so i, I really do agree with you i think that that that's a real um thing that's we've missed over over the last few years and and i really hope that um you know 
everyone buys into this as it's safe to do so and engages with it in the right way because there's so much good stuff coming up this year there's so much new tech there's so many exciting uh, prospects for for everyone to be in and around well, the world's moved on hasn't it i know we yeah. always say that in the industry but it really does feel a bit different after yeah, a couple yeah. of years after um, the pandemic i think you're right i think it's more that all of technology's evolved technology has become a part of daily life because we've all had to work from home or the lucky people that didn't in the first lockdown that could get drunk for four months well done to them uh, <laughs> but for everybody else that kind of worked at home or you've had to work remotely technology's evolved from that little webcam and that headset that you were sent home to now everybody going right you need things to be on the road with you know the offices have to be the same as what you've got used to and i think isc will be the big one that people go for to actually future proof offices and see what is new what is coming what's the best thing what's the next thing that's going to evolve and that technology most of it's been around for a long time it's just that it's kind of come to the forefront of people's minds now yeah. uh, and the way that get kind of avuc has intertwined in those two years of lockdown has now really pushed people for that audio and video collaboration that's it that's that's the mainstream that everybody's going with yeah I, I i agree with you completely and and seeing it ourselves is going to be really exciting um seeing it in the in the flesh and as we go through the year you know we've got there's there's multiple uh times that we're going to be able to get out and and see these these technologies in different uh settings um and experience it and get involved in the the sort of the trade show experience in both aspects the the technical and the professional part and then also the socializing part which is which is always uh something that we 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 enjoy i mean you know, I th hope, really hope that we see, you know, big trade shows like ISE, but then some of the smaller ones uh, and, the, and the more intimate, you know, um, trade shows come back where you get that dedicated time and that dedicated audience to spend some time directly with a, a smaller group of, uh, of manufacturers and smaller group of people that are there to talk through, um, you know, exactly what they're looking for. And, and I, you know, I've had good experiences and bad experiences at both big and, and small trade shows. I mean, um, I, I guess one of my absolute worst, definitely. And this is this is. <laughs> I uh, I went to to two trade shows in two days. One in the one in uh, England near Ascot, and one in Wales. And I had to be at the one in Wales to set up at eight thirty. And the one in England didn't finish drinking until late in the to the evening. There was sort of a, a dinner and uh, an entertainment. So I thought the smart move would be to drive to Wales in the morning. Um, it wasn't. Uh, get get into Wales with about, <laughs> and this is in Flanethly. So get into Wales with about, oh, I don't know, a full half an hour to spare before the show started. Get the kit out of the car, get it all set up, uh, then make sure everything's sorted out. Rushing around, realize I'm in the wrong room and with a completely wrong trade show, and that everything is supposed to be next door. <laughs> so picking up the kit, <laughs> moving it all again, getting set up just in time. In the nick of time and then figured out that the person that had got me to go to the trade show had set me up with a group of people that were there um, for multiple different reasons so i was between the stand that was selling hive's uh, jackets and another one that was selling felt tip pens on the other side of me so it was a really eclectic group of uh, a group of people hey, what trade show was this, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying no names i'm getting into no details but it was a very eclectic group of people 
Um, very, very. I eclectic. think you wandered into a car boot sale. Mate, it genuinely was you. very close, but after like very little sleep and rushing around and absolutely everything that possibly could go wrong, going wrong, to then turn up and realise that I was probably the only person there with a projector or any kind of technology and wasn't selling wooden dollhouses or hives. <laughs> hives was very, very strange. But it, I mean, it was a good day overall. Um, you know, it was. Uh, some interesting entertainment in the evening uh, after, after that one as well. Um, but yeah, very, very strange and definitely sort of one that I wouldn't be rushing to repeat. Uh, it was, it was uh, yeah, certainly one of the weirder ones that I've been to. But um, no, I genuinely, like I say, I really hope that some of the smaller ones come back. Has anybody else been to any weird and wonderful ones? I've had one, but it's, um, it's not, it wasn't a bad trade show. It was it was kind of just a bad experience, more than anything. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we were headlining one of these trade shows uh, and huge stand set up the day before. It took nine hours. It was all nicely coated. All the pictures were done. Everything was brilliant. Marketing. Spent some serious time doing this. There was eight of us on the stand the next day. Only two of us turned up. So for a stand that was more or less bigger than 20 stands around us put together, there was two of us flitting between oh, eight wow. different technologies and having to remember the highlights, the lowlights and jumping through. Oh my goodness. Fairness to say, we got the best leads out of any trade show <laughs> I've ever attended because half the stuff, you know, we were going through and going, right, you're interested, aren't you? Tick there. Thank you. Move on. What else are you interested in? But I think that sort of, experience has also made me appreciate trade shows a little bit more and appreciate the people that are on the stands you know me i've been on a stand you all been on a stand i think when people come and go do you have a second to talk you give them that time of day because you know yeah. they're trying to do the jobs at the end of the day or when but they come they over and say can i scan your badge oh yes you can scan my badge <laughs> <laughs> you can scan that badge what are you selling first yeah is there a free pen is yeah. there a free, you know, I've got some mints in there somewhere. Off I, we go. I, uh, we had, uh, working at a pre in a previous life, we had a colleague that would, would wind people up. Absolutely love to, uh, to joke around with people. And, uh, before one trade show, I think it was a bet show. Uh, my colleagues took a stack of his business cards and went round to every single random stand and put his card in their bowl. Honestly, it took months to get off of mailing lists. Absolutely months to get off of all their mailing lists. Because, you know, there's people that like, can I scan you? And you feel, like you say, you feel for them. I've worked on the, the stand. I've, I've been there with the scanners and stood there. And, and like, yeah, of course you can. And, you know, um, it's so tough. It's so tough when they stood around all day, like, say, on those paper thin carpets with broken feet. And they look so, so, like, <laughs> sorry for themselves. And they're like, I've been in your position. I feel for you. <laughs> Scan away. Help yourself. <laughs> and I have been exactly that you know I look at those experiences and go back and I go you know the one that comes to mind is and and it, it kind of ties into what you're saying Brits at home and Brits abroad there was um, a lady come on from the continent and she was we were at the show and footfall wasn't as great as we were hoping for and she kind of just went let me sort this out and each day we were doing a raffle at a certain time and day one I think we had 20 people uh, come up Day two, she went, let me sort this out. She came back and we were giving stickers out. You had to turn up and I listened to the five-minute pitch. You know, everybody loves a freebie. We had about 100 people turn up on day two because she had literally gone round and stuck a sticker on and went, come to this stand at this time. 
come to this stand up. <laughs> and it's just a different way of interacting. But I don't know whether they're all scared because they all turned up. <laughs> Everyone, uh, do you think it was the way that she said it come to the stand at this time <laughs> but I'll be honest if she said it to me I would have turned up at yeah, the stand at the time but... oh, there's um, anything free anything free at a trade show If as long as you're getting something free it was unbelievable Stampede with yeah. Synonymous I, I work in, working in the past like, they, they had the um, well known uh, the, the Mustang girls and, and I think mm-hmm. in the early days I mean definitely you wouldn't do it now like but, you know they would have like on the, on the hour dances and, and live dances and things like that um, with music all blaring and things going on but um, you know, that's evolved and they've got groups of these uh, people sort of scanning people's badges and then spinning a wheel for a free t-shirt <laughs> or people coming around hunting for free stuff all of the time I mean anything for something free at a trade show I mean you guys must have yeah. seen it as well get the professional freebie guy don't you the guy that's turned up to the show and all he's there to do and he's got he's come with two backpacks you know what both completely empty yeah uh, and and he and you can tell them a mile away you, you've done you know what i mean that you can yeah, see them coming yeah. uh, and obviously the pen's always the entry but of course there's always extra stuff as well oh, yeah. they'll ask a couple of sort of vague questions about Oh, so what do you do as they're helping themselves to the freebies? I don't think uh, some of them don't even ask questions. Like there's literally, you, come, you see them come up, spy what's on you. Like you feel a little bit bad sometimes. Like yours isn't good enough for them. If they come over and have a look and then sort of walk away, you're like, oh, what's wrong with my pen? <laughs> why, why, don't you want, why don't you want that? What's, is it not look as good? Like you, you really sort of, I, I remember one year, at Itachi, we had these little like um, lightsabers. These little like they were like little light up LED lightsabers. They glowed green, and it was around a product that we'd launched. And honestly, we could not get enough of them. Like people were coming back, can I have three or four for my children? Like crazy, but like handfuls. Like we have to stop people rationing them, like one or two at a time, or walking around with them, holding onto these things. People just wanted them. Like they were literally just a little piece of plastic that lit up, but it was like. You couldn't keep hold of them. Crackers. And as you say, you've got the people with the camelbacks with multiple bags over their shoulders with every single bit of stress ball or mobile phone holder or... I do like a trade show gimmick though. Yeah, I, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. just, I'm simple. I'm a simple man and I like, um, obviously I like free stuff. But I, I do like the ones where you, you, you'll go on there and you go, oh, you've got a bar on your stand. Yes, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know about giving, that's just being written. Yep, a bar. Well, well I, I mean, don't you mind know. if I do. Wait, look, we've been to trade shows. You get free beers on bars. That's Oh, of course you do. I mean, that's campaign that, you know. reception. That is that is you know a, a key thing to to keep you uh, to keep you there and keep you talking and looking at the technology. Um, have, uh, you know, have any we, of you uh, have any of you uh, been as I have been to the same trade show three or four years in a row to the point where I've got a first name basis with the freebie hunters now? Where I go, <laughs> Welcome back, Richard. What would you like this week? You know, there we go. Um, I, I think they're like train spotters, Mark. I don't know if I've ever got gaggling. a first name terms of it. I've definitely seen them. I've been multi- multiple times, but I don't think I've ever been up with them in the car park, Mark. That's what it <laughs> Richard, is. Richard, Richard Open the boot. Sandra. Here comes the brochures. <laughs> Richard and Sandra, if you are listening, I apologize. I mean, you know who you are. Uh, but every every trade show I've been to. They are there, and it's to the point where I think they've got used to the brands and I'll supply. They're coming. Hi again. How are you? Doing? I do wonder if they like people from like Ryman's or like you know stationery companies are like sending their their guys out like to get free stuff like packs and pens back. Let's put them in. Let's put them back on the shelf. Like you must wonder because I can't think of 
uh, what you could possibly do with as many freebie pens and I mean mint humbugs or any of the other stuff that goes on. I mean, I've had. I mean, we, we, we joke about the pens, but there has been, I've genuinely had some quality, quality giveaways and freebies. I mean, I do love that. When when the marketing teams, are, uh, uh, these guys have put stuff together and they've given out some absolute, I mean, I've had some amazing screwdrivers. Can never get enough screwdrivers in this oh, house, yeah. although, although I don't use it as much as I get requested to here, certainly. But definitely the little screw, Extron screwdrivers, they were the ones. Oh, the double-ended one with the with the Phillips and the flathead on each side. I don't think you could get, ever get enough of those. Fill the bag up. They were perfect size for everything. Anything you wanted to fiddle with on your desk or take apart. <laughs> the boss's nightmare. <laughs> get them back to the office and start <laughs> taking apart your lamp and your, and your monitor and stuff like that. But no, they're absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's unrelated, but I've got a tool set I got on a cracker once, like literally 10 years ago, and I've still got them. The best gift I ever got. They're brilliant, honestly. I, I, like, we go around, they spent an awful, an awful lot of money. I mean, you can get the standard sort of express ball and pens, and, uh, but those screwdrivers or the, or the ones with the little spirit levels in it and the light bulb and the torch and the multi-tools, I mean, they've got they're they're real proper, and when you can't keep hold of them, you've got people coming back. There's, I've seen they've had little mini Bluetooth speakers. I mean some of the best stuff yeah they're, they're all in fact if anybody's sort of writing these down they're all perfect they're all copyrighted by carlos's idea yeah. <laughs> yeah. ready to go and actually they they all do work for trade shows don't they just little hooks um, I, i've done a couple of shows myself where um there's just been nobody there and you can spend the whole day oh. desperately trying to attract people in you know waving your arms throwing your free things at them but it is it is soul destroying you know in terms you you, you know mark was saying earlier with his um you know, with two guys covering eight on a stand, he was flat out. But a day goes really quickly. If you're ever doing a trade show where there's eight of you covering a job of two people, then it's, it's <laughs> so bad the opposite way because you have nothing to do. You're standing there twiddling your thumbs all day. One person comes onto the stand and like nine people lurch at them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. I've, it's I've had uh, a few giveaways like that. And, uh, and you're absolutely right, there was... And I got pulled into this stand for exactly the reason that just walking past and they must have gone, he looks like he's from the north of the country. And <laughs> they offered me food. They, they offered me food. They went, are you hungry? And the that heart. was it. You know, straight, and drawn us as a person who likes his food. That was perfect for me. I can remember everything they said because I listened for eating. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be able to. I'd be, I couldn't multitask, eat and listen at the same time. I'd be struggling. There has been other ones, and I've been part of uh, these giveaways. Like I said, some of them are really good, and it's um, a headset brand. I won't, I won't mention names, but they had a, a see-through box with 10 sets of headsets in and 100 cords just on a piece of paper. And you wrote your name on, and that was your cord. You took a cord. And if it worked, you chose a free headset out of the box. Those headsets were worth hundreds of pounds. But people came, they listened. It was an incentive to come and do it. Yeah. And some of those people came out afterwards going, I actually really need some of these now. And I yeah. think that that's the balance. It's striking that balance of knowing who they're just for the freebie and then knowing who isn't, yeah. <laughs> who, who is actually, you know, who's there really to check everything out and go through it. And I think, you know, for me, finding that balance, I, I love trade shows. I will yep. always go back. Um, I, my little daughter has a rubber duck from my uh, last oh, trade show. My kids love it. Every time I, I go away, what home. have you brought back this time? <laughs> Don't you worry, kids. I've got stress balls galore. <laughs> Absolutely and, fine. And we're chatting about this, and unfortunately, we're the freebie hunters. 
That's why you know them all, Mark. <laughs> you go around in your group with them. Uh, do you know, yeah, there, is, there is one time, and this is honest, this happened, that the show was about to end. It's five minutes to the end, and there's still people walking about on day three, and you think, come on, what's going on? <laughs> right, and genuinely came up to the stand and went, oh, you're taking all this down tonight. Yes, I am, I am. Well, do you want me to take them all off your hands so you don't need to take them on? And it was generally £5,000 a kit, and I was like, no thanks. <laughs> the genuine front, and they were doing it to every stand, and some stands were just going, yes, there you go. <laughs> you, you, you joke. So um, I worked out, uh, worked an IC one year, and we had the drone arena, and, and that was great for attracting people over. We had, um, they were every uh, half an hour, I think every hour, they would fly the drones within the arena, and generally they would send it up and then send it back down again. They couldn't do many tricks. It was a tiny little cage, and apart from one guy who managed to stuff it in the net, and uh, <laughs> getting caught in the ca- so uh, luckily it did and not didn't you know fly off or or, or damage anything but um there was one of the guys that was uh, on this man in the stand with me from uh, germany honestly fantastic sales guy and uh i don't think he'd done like many shows he certainly hadn't done any shows with us before and we had kit out on the stands and we were sort of showing and he came up to me and uh, was like, uh, where do I put the money? And I said, well, what do you mean? Where do I put the money? He said, well, I've just sold one of those uh, from the stand. And he had 50 euro in his hand. And I think the, the product wasn't worth 50 euro. What a thing he got. I'm like, that is a natural salesperson. Fair play. Like people aren't here generally paying cash to uh, ISC to buy things. But, uh, you know, just to just to go and sell it. yeah why not it's money and uh, absolutely amazing absolutely amazing to see that like natural salesperson go well it's there i'm gonna sell it, <laughs> I mean, it was we're minting that short supply that he sold a box of mints for 50 euro <laughs> no, <laughs> that's crazy no it's it, it's uh it's great to uh to to think of them all sort of coming back and and all the exciting stuff that we're gonna see um you know the the people out and about i mean and then you know get the tear down afterwards where these things just disappear all of the boxes go back and everything goes away and it's sort of this temporary city has has disappeared again it's it's kind of a bit sort of sad in a way you think i'm sad to go because you you get this little sort of community together like say andy of, uh, of people that sort of joined together to see this the one thing that i never look forward to is certainly in audiovisual, every bit of air in the entire place has been through about 15 different fans and the the dry throat the constantly having to drink water you get dry nose dry throat talking all of the time absolutely so that is the one bit of walking out of there of breathing that clean air that's not been through 15 different fans that you look forward to at the end of the day and at the end of the show and then either driving home or or flying home and you get that that general show hangover and those shared stories uh and those shared experiences together it's you know we wouldn't have so much to talk about if we didn't have so many great experiences Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, why do we keep doing trade shows? Is because we all secretly love them, really, don't we? It's, oh, yeah. Um, because it is an opportunity to meet up with people. That's, I suppose that's the other thing. And it's, it's a little bit cliched. But what with all being locked in the house for a couple of years, there's an awful lot of people we haven't seen in quite a long time when you think about it. So you know, just getting out and looking forward to seeing lots of people when we're allowed to is going to be pretty great. Um, 
Yeah, uh, uncharacteristically uh, optimistic for me, if I'm honest. But uh... <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited about this coming back. So I think we're getting towards the end of today's episode. It's been really fun. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed today and uh, for a first pass. Um, I think, Mr. Sharp, we should probably finish with a few quick questions. I'm sure you've got a little quiz in the back of your pocket. Um, I know that uh, you generally do. Yeah, so in lieu of doing a little quiz this time, what I wanted to do was run through a couple of um, trade shows that you could find around the world that are maybe slightly different to what we would get in the AV. So, for example, number one, from January the 5th to January the 6th in LA, um, you can go to the World Clown Association Convention. Now, everybody that's going to be there. No, I love this because what they do is they sell clown paraphernalia. So if you're a, a you're an active clown, you can go there and buy. I assume an active clown. So so just just to clarify, clown. is an yeah. unactive clown a mine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah. So I, I also, I love to think because you know when you've been to a big trade show and they've got like subsections. So the the main halls for the clowns, but they've got little mimes on the sidecar as well. So they're all out the back, you know. <laughs> the goodness. mimes have been relegated to the back one where no one likes them. <laughs> Balloon animals at the front. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, right. So wow. Yeah, well, that, so they've got all the clown trade paraphernalia, all the Do stuff. You buy in bulk, like buy. flowers that squirt water, and that is—I mean, interesting. <laughs> but Buckets it, with confetti in it. <laughs> just imagine you accidentally stumble into that, though, and it is just an entire hall of what I assume is probably tens of thousands of people dressed as a clown. What I like is your optimism that somebody's stumbling into that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's you'd be pretty unconvincing of like, walking into a room for. Oh, I didn't realise. <laughs> uh, that yeah, definitely one of the stranger ones I've ever heard of. So Definitely. you're all clowned out, you're all yep. tired, you've done your clown stuff, what next? Well, yep. April the 11th to April the 14th is the Association of Lincoln Presenters, i.e. a room for the people dressed like Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> presenters? Yeah, so uh, uh, they are all people that are honorary uh, holders of a membership to be an Abraham Lincoln uh, alike I suppose. And then it's nice that they all kind of get to meet up exchange industry tips i mean uh, does, does that uh, we can get into it another time i'm sure but like the difference between a convention and a trade show there's there's got to be some differences there i mean that's that, that's definitely convention if you've got a room full of people that are you know what is there to buy one. what is there to buy i just want to know like are you turning up uh, and hats, the great I'm big top hats a, yeah. a lot of stove, stove hats <laughs> no, not yeah. much else frankly like <laughs> 1800s american suits or yeah i i can't see yourself stumbling into that one either that's not one <laughs> and over running by two days mr sharp is uh donald trump's running over the two days so they can go head to head and they have a convention a convention off i mean that would be a hell of a video though right watching those guys running at each other but um yeah festival that i wanted to flag up okay and, last um, what is the last festival that you have and this is this is this is a convention, I suppose. So it's oh, not right. even a festival, but it was the Vent Haven International Ventriloquist Convention. And the <laughs> this one, this one only stood out to me because it was so weird. Because everybody kind of takes their ventriloquist doll with them. So picture this, right? A room of five thousand people and five thousand. More optimistic dolls. that there's five thousand people there. I have to say, but fair play. 
Well, well, the the did, they event, right? did they get a charge double tickets because there's two of them coming in? <laughs> what? This is the question mark. Yeah. He didn't pay for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> no, but imagine you're security and you're not into ventriloquism that weekend. What an absolute nightmare. What are that... you buying, though? That's just what, like, ventriloquism seems like, unless you're buying more dummies, like more. Well, they're more... very expensive. Custom made, I'm told. Yeah. I mean, that must be, you know, very. What an interesting group of people to to go and be in and around. And the paraphernalia for ventriloquism would be, you know, I think particularly interesting. We definitely, I, I think, listening to all of those, I think audiovisual definitely has it better. I can't see any of those, although interesting, <laughs> I can't see any of those being any better than some of the ones that we've been to. I, I think we've definitely got the better end of the, end of the deal there, uh, whether it be a room full of clowns or a room full of uh, people with their hands up the back of puppets. I think I'd rather be there with uh, a room full of uh, robot pole dancers. So <laughs> I would like to know what the freebies are on offer. <laughs> and all of these. So for next show, please, Mr. Sharp, if you yeah. can find out what the freebies are on the tables. That was a incredible collection of pens. <laughs> I mean, the ventriloquist, there must be a hand sanitizer about somewhere. There must be some absolute money to be made there. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you very much for that, Andy. That's brilliant. And and thanks, uh, both of you, for today. I've, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to this series and going through all of the subjects that um, we're going to be covering. Next week, we're going to be talking about demonstrations and all of the fun that goes with that. Thank you so much for joining us. Please make sure that you like and share and subscribe. Um, we're here to speak to you. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>